Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome back to the podcast. Our guest today is Dr. Craig E. Wright. And uh, yeah, this guy is awesome. He uh, yeah, definitely one of my favorite podcasts I've ever done. But um, he also has a really comprehensive background. So uh, he has a PhD in metaphysics. And he has over 40 years experience teaching and consulting. He's also a master numerologist and a certified metaphysician. And he also has a background in psychology uh, that he studied in university as well. So he has a comprehensive background. But this podcast mostly um, talked about his numerology side. And it, it was fun. Um, you know, he, he did a reading for me, which was incredibly accurate. And we just talked back and forth about my reading, about numerology, about, you know, the old Egyptian mystery schools, about Pythagoras, Greek numerologists. He's very interesting, very comprehensive, and just very fun. We were laughing a lot. And um, yeah, so all in all, this was just a great podcast. So enjoy. It was a fun time. And uh, and yeah, one thing um, that I, I question I have that we can kick this off with and feel free to take it in any direction you'd like is um, I was I read your numerology report of mine um, when you sent it to me and I was bl- yeah blown away by the accuracy for about 98 percent of it. And even the other 2%, I don't even think it's not true. I think it's a part of me I haven't uncovered yet. Oh. But, and and I just looked at the numerology report again uh, right before this podcast. And it dawned on me when I was reading it that I feel like for a lot of astrologers, a lot of numerologists, a lot of tarot readers, anyone in these kind of I don't know if you'd call them esoteric disciplines, but I feel like you guys are simultaneously these channels, but you're also, in my opinion, very profound psychologists because to when I read your report, it is it's profound, it's accurate, but it's also um, very holistic. It's very for you to say I am of this way, you a lot of the time will will talk about how I by nature am not this way. That like these some of these things might have opposing forces. And just in that, like you're kind of like a very high level psychologist in some sense. The, the way that you understand people and archetypes and how you can you you can write a four page or however long page that report of mine was. And like a psychologist, pick me apart and understand <laughs> me my, so well. That was my undergraduate degree. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but you're you're spot on. You're spot on. That was my undergraduate degree, psychology. <laughs> Ooh, so go, so go into that because that's awesome. So you do have these like these two disciplines that I feel when merged together, you you create a very extraordinary numerologist. Yes, yes, it. it you hit the nail on the head. I don't know what else to add to that. Uh, most people are familiar with Myers-Briggs. Yeah, I love that um, one too. <laughs> he's been exposed to that in a corporate, in a corporate setting. Uh, well, this is similar in that it provides insights into, as you put it, psychological, psychological profiles as well. But it's based on the belief that we were created by the word of God. So it's a spiritual practice. Um, founded on on that belief, and it starts in grade school when when the teacher says, "Ah, uh, we're going to call that a boys and girls," and here's how you write that, you know. And they say they they have those numbers up across the room. You're looking up there, and you're in, in grade school. They start off one, two, three, four, five, six. So they're teaching you how to count, giving you symbols. So since we were created by the word, and words are symbolized with letters and numbers, the letters in that, it's so profound. I've been doing this 50 years now, but it still just excites me. The letters in our name and the numbers in our birthday are symbols for the word of God that created us. We are literally the living word. It's, 
I, there's no other way I can put it. <laughs> no, I I, 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 I hear you. And I love the enthusiasm. And, and, and another a question I'm going to ask after this, and I'm going to voice out loud just so I don't forget it, is, um, you know, you being this far into being a numerologist, is there anything that you're you know, learning now about it that you didn't know before. But I, I just, yes. I, I, I just yeah. want to finish with my earlier point though. Um, that just, yeah, like I love, I love your enthusiasm about it. Like, I, I love that. I, I feel like that's how, you know, that's like your, your, your thing in life. If like, if, if that's your calling is a thing that for some reason you keep coming back to, like some things come and go, some interests come and go, you know, you're obsessed about North American history for two years, then, you just, it just falls away and you, you never come back to it. But there are some of these interests and I have some of my own where they are just, they're always there. It's, it's like they, they never cease to amaze me like a child, like a child. It's like when I'm in the presence of some of these things, I'm like a kid again. And I'm just so excited and exuberant and curious. I think and, that's what the scripture means when it says have a child's heart. Keep a child's heart. That's that's how you stay refreshed and open, and life is new. That's that's the way to live, man. You're you're one of us. <laughs> yeah. What well, what what do you mean by that? A you're light worker, a light worker, someone who is dealing with this type of information, providing um, practitioners such as myself a gateway, a connection. You're the connector. Uh, when you have a guest on, it gives us an opportunity to speak. This is something I've I've been, and I still consider myself a student of numerology. I've been studying for over 50 years, but only only now I'm having an opportunity to give voice to it. Mm. So I feel like I was being prepared. The universe was preparing me um, for, for these times. How, how so? Go into that. Well, uh, I'm excited because of the interest that people are starting to show in what I did. It's it's like people are seeking me out. Um, I'm getting calls. I'm getting invited to do podcasts. And that's that's very exciting because um, there was a time when um, no one was interested in numerology. Um, I had to go to the Library of Congress to find books about numerology in 1972. Wow. Now... You can go to the library and there's a, a numerology for dummies. You know that series? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Math for dummies, accounting for dummies. There's a numerology for dummies. How mainstream is that? You know, so um, that's very exciting. And um, because of the, the people that are seeking me out and seeking meaning and purpose um, through their lives, through spiritual practices, um, because people are starting to get in tune with who they are and why they are here. And they're, they're looking for disciplines that answer those questions. Mm. And um, I'm, I'm finding that I started my practice in 1988 and the interest in what I do has never been so high. Um, so what I'm most passionate about these days um, is about meeting that demand. So um, I've, I've have classes, um, I set up a series of six classes that I'm teaching now, doing readings. As you mentioned, I sent you readings and I'm doing consultations. And um, that's that's what I'm passionate about, meeting that demand. It's like my test is now my testimony. I, I mm. sought, just a little bit of backstory. I sought numerology out during a, a dark time in my life, or I should say numerology failed me. <laughs> I heard a song. I heard it on a song. Nobody came to me and said, "Here, read this." I heard a song about it on the radio. Bought the album, read the cover, and the guy who wrote the song had read a book. Uh, took me two years to find that book. There was no Amazon, Google, internet, none of that stuff. Um, I just yearned for it. And one day, I walked into a bookstore, and there it was. Uh, <laughs> and that was my introduction to to numerology. And, uh, but now it's, it's mainstream. So all those years from 1972 to 88, I was my first client. I was studying it, reading everything I, I could about it. And then once, once I had studied it, I realized, um, God said, okay, now you're ready to start sharing it. That was a scary part. 
when it was no longer just me in the library studying the book and I had to go out into the public and meet people and share with them, um, that, that took some, some growing on my part, but that, that's, that's part of being an, I'm a number seven. Ah. Number seven. So we're here to seek out, well, I'll share with why am I here? I, I have a book now. <laughs> I wrote this really as a part of my getting my doc- doctorate at the University of Metaphysics. Um, it was part of my um, dissertation. Wow. So as a number seven, as a seven, my mission in life is to learn, understand, and to pass on that understanding to others. I am destined to be the thinker, the intellectual who reveals hidden truths, fields that attract the seven destiny person include spiritual, metaphysical, philosophical, psychological. Sevens also enjoy working in nature. We have to avoid being overly withdrawn and being inflexible. Um, For this reason, um, the seven destiny, on the seventh day, God rested. So many sevens like to spend time alone, quiet time by themselves in prayer and meditation. So... I discovered I was doing what I was supposed to do. It just so happened my specialty, my inclination was toward numbers because I was studying to become an engineer. So um, that became my way, um, my my link, my path to inner guidance. Um, but as you mentioned, there 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 are many paths. Mm. Do, so that's your your life path number. That's your birthday, right? Yes, I'm the seven. So when you say, let's take seven breaths in, seven breaths out, that's the number seven. It's all about getting in tune with spirit. Um, the seven is mentioned more times in the Bible than any other number. In ancient times, uh, people who are, who are sevens, like, such as myself, were rushed off to the temple, um, taken away from their family, not kidnapped. It was an honor. <laughs> rushed <laughs> off to the temple to be prepared um, as for a life as a priest or priestess, because when we're talking about spiritual energy, gender doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I have I have a question about that. So in in these ancient times, like I know the Egyptians were much more spiritually intrigued as a culture than we are now. Are there any ancient cultures that literally did like did things like what you just said? Like they would when a baby was born they would calculate the birthday, be like, oh, that's a seven. Let's train them for the temple. Do you know of any culture that literally used this from the cultural layer, the societal layer? Yes. Um, Through my research, I've traced numbers starting with Pythagoras. He was called the father of mathematics. And in high school, I had to learn the Pythagorean theorem. Yeah. Okay, so I started with him. He was a Greek philosopher. So I trace his life back to a point where his father told him he had to go to Egypt to study at the Egyptian mystery schools. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now, these Egyptian mystery schools is where he studied and learned about mathematics. Wow. And numerology. I studied further and there was a gentleman by the name of Jesus who went to Egypt and practice the name, the practice of name changing with his disciples. I wow. studied a little further, and there was a guy named Moses who also was raised in Egypt, who wrote the fourth book of the Bible in the Torah, and it's called Numbers. <laughs> okay, the fourth book of the Bible written by Moses was Numbers, and he also wrote Psalms 90, verse 12. So teach us to number our days so we can apply our hearts to wisdom. I think that was a reference to the numerology practices that he learned and studied at those hollowed mystery schools of Egypt. That's where it was taught. In fact, numerology, inferences of numerology have been found in Egypt and China and dated back 4,000 years. So a lot of the information in the Torah and the scripture is about numbers, but is written and encoded using people's names and dates. But a lot of the information, for example, a lot of people miss it. The story of Christ is about the number three from three wise men who were seeking him. 
um, to three sleeping disciples who denied him. His main boy denied him three times before the rooster could crow. <laughs> he was crucified between two others, so there were three crucifixes, and Easter is celebrated on the third day because he, he arose on the third day. So the number three is, is consistent. The number 40 shows up a lot. It rained 40 days and 40 nights. The children of Israel spent 40 years in the desert. Well, the number four means order and zero is a symbol for God. So whenever you see the number 40, it means God is establishing a new order. So it's symbolism, is number symbolism. And I think right now it's important just to show people the difference. If I have a pen at a time, and I hold up that pen and I say, I have one pen. That would be a quantity. That's a figure, a measurement of how many. But if I look at that pen and I say, big pens are number one, that's a quality of being the best. So numbers reveal qualities and figures reveal quantities. So people... They know um, about their address. They check their check. They make sure those hours are right and their boss paid them the right money. Um, they know their license plate, their social security number. But what they don't realize is those numbers are revealing spiritual truths about where they live, about who they are, <laughs> and wow. about whose they are. Wow. Do you, that's really interesting. Um, a couple things there. First of all, it is really interesting how big of an impact numbers play in the Bible. Like now that you mentioned that, that is true. There, there's a lot of random occurrences of the number of things happening or that, that it, it is remarkable. Like, like, yeah, like he had two people, bes- like, you know what I mean? Like it, it's the third, like, yeah, three coming up all the time in a single yeah, one, yeah. 40 days. It, it, it is I never thought about that. Yeah. The, the two loaves and five fishes, that adds up to seven. That's faith. Mm. That's the number seven. That's a reference to faith. Yeah. And when I, when I look at you too, like I'm, a, uh, I'm an 11, which makes two, and you're a seven. And like already from that, like there's way more to our – or reports than just those simple numbers, but already, um, you know, what, what I immediately gather from that is when I look at you, I'm literally talking to you and you were naming off Bible quotes. You were talking about the Egyptian mystery schools. You're talking about Pythagoras. You're talking about history and knowledge. Like I, I listen to you and I'm, I'm like, this is a man, uh, who has amassed a lot of knowledge and he is passing on that knowledge. When I look at myself, I'm a very different archetype. I don't really care as much for amassing knowledge as I'm all about experiential knowledge. Um, 99% of the, the things I say, the lessons I talk about, the, the truths I feel in the universe, they might have originally come from an outside source or history, but I only really talk about them when I can have practical application to my life. Then I talk about them. And it's just very interesting that I'm guessing that is part of the the one archetype, the the, the leader, the the pioneer, the experiencer, the one who who trials, tribulations, makes the number mistakes. Five. The number five learns from experience. Yeah, and then the number uh, seven, the seven sticks his head in the book. The five says, "You stay in the house. I'm going out and live this stuff." <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, it's it's so true. And I think um, <laughs> if you remember, I think five has a pretty prominent place in my reading as well, right? Yes, yes. You're born on the twenty third, as I recall. Yeah, yeah. Two plus three is five, and that is a symbol for the most independent energy. That's me, yeah. <laughs> that can be expressed. The number 23. There's no more independent energy symbolized by the number 23. So it has to be balanced. It has to be balanced. The 23 is fearless, especially when it comes to expressing, speaking truth to power, 
and working in partnerships. That's the two and the three. Partnerships coming together. The 23 also will have friends in high places, but they're so independent, they won't go to them <laughs> for help. No, thank you. I got this. Okay. When you're experiencing 23 energy, I don't want to get too far out, but it's really a karmic reaction to past helping, giving, helping, being there for others. So really? now you've helped others. So now you're independent. The universe is supporting you. You don't have to work nine to five. But now <laughs> the, yeah. pe the people that you have helped in past lifetimes, there I said it, now they're in position, the position they're in is because of the help that you gave them in the past. Now they want to reach out and help you. Now, some of them may have ulterior motives. You know, they, they don't realize they owe you the debt. So I tell all my 23s the same thing. I'm going to share it with you. The next time one of these questionable folks reach out to help you, you tell them, all right, I will accept your help so you can show God how thankful you are for the blessings you have received. I'm going to do you a favor and let you help me so you can show God how thankful you are the blessings you receive. That way you get the help and there's no strings attached because if there's one thing a 23 doesn't like is having strings attached. Oh yeah. Dri <laughs> dri drives me insane. I like that's why I'm into like like that like everything you just said it was so bang on. It's insane. I can't stand having a boss. I can't stand nine to five jobs. Like people literally are like, dude, why do you hate nine to five jobs so much? They're not that bad. I'm like, dude, they, I literally have told my mom this, my dad, I've told my, my own boss this. I'm like, this job is soul crushing for me. I'm like, I, ah, it's yeah. It's soul crushing. I need to freedom. freedom. I, I need to make my own hours, man. Like that's huge for me. Like I'm always playing around with hours. I'm always like, I'll, I'll start my work day early for a few months. And I'll be like, ah, okay. I need to change this up. I'm going to start it later. I'm constantly shifting things yes. and, tr and learning to, to go with the flow more. Like I usually have really strong structures that I impose on myself, but when other people impose structures on me, I am like, I'm a caged animal, man. I'm just like, I, I get, yeah, it's, it's not a fun time. I jokingly, I jokingly say when, if, if you shake a 23's hand, they'll count their fingers after just to make sure nothing went down. <laughs> oh, I, that, 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 that's actually really interesting too. Um, because I, I, I don't know where this comes from, but I, I'm, yeah, like I'm sometimes skeptical of people like screwing me over in some way. I, I don't know. 23. Well, and, and where does that come from? How does that have to do with adventure and freedom? Well, that's the, remember, we're talking about energy. So energy is like a seesaw. It can be balanced, overbalanced. So the balance 23 knows it has divine protection, uses its um, spirituality, that number three energy of the Christ, connects with spirit and is guided to safe ports. <laughs> okay, that's the balance. Now, if it goes under balance, if that number two energy comes in, see, the 11 is light and light is fluctuating. It can be bright, you know, and every now and then we got to change the bulb. Okay, so light fluctuates. And when that happens, as it does, because we are in the flesh and sometimes we, we lose our faith and we can't continue to walk on water, that's when that <laughs> seesaw starts to rock. And that's when the, the five can make be very, very skeptical. Okay. Oh. Um, and you'll hear, you'll hear 23 saying some stuff like, um, um, the election was stolen. The name, <laughs> the name me, yeah. Donald. The name Donald is a twenty-three. Two plus three is five. He was born on the fourteenth. One plus four is five. Okay, so that's five energy on the skeptical side. On the positive side, the five is a is a positive change agent, bringing about positive changes. Changing the way um, we have contracts with other countries, bringing equity in our trade deals. 
You know, so we're all we're all on the seesaw, man. <laughs> no, we're learning here. We're learning here. But nothing is more independent. No energy is more independent. See, the numbers are symbols. They're just symbols for qualities. And there's no more independent quality than the number 23. What about uh what about number one? Number one is a pioneer. They're here to initiate, to blaze trails. Um not to imitate, to be a leading example, to be an example or to be a leader. They're the ones that you hear when everybody else is asleep, you hear them out in the forest with, with, the, um, with the ax, chopping, chopping through, blazing a new trail. <laughs> yeah. like, What's going on out there? I don't know, I'm not going out there. Then after, when the, when the sun rises, they say, oh, look, there's a trail through the woods. Then the twos and the threes and fours come in to, to build the houses and, you know, and, and put the roads down. But the number one is a pioneer. They're the ones saying, we can do this. Everybody's saying, I don't know about that, buddy. You know? Yes. So, so, so number one and number five are probably the most independent, right? With number five being the more independent of the two? Well, the most independent is the number 23. One stands for leadership, five stands for freedom, but they both require a spirit of independence. Ones are here to lead others. Fives are here to rock the boat. (laughs) (laughs) They don't care care if people follow them or not. (laughs) That's interesting because I, I have like, obviously I'm an 11, which is like, you know, the master one. So I have double that. ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have double one, which is super strong in me. And then I also have the rock. Like, yeah, I'm like, I want to rock the boat, rock the boat, be an outsider. And then after I'm an outsider for 26 years, then I want to lead. That literally is how my life has went. I was an outsider for the first 25 years of my life. I didn't want to take part in anything. I didn't even really like communities. I didn't like being part of communities. I, I just, I was always by myself and, I want a deep conversation. And then now that I have a YouTube channel, I have a podcast at now I'm 26 years old. And now I'm noticing that that one energy is coming in a lot. Now, now it's the, now I'm seeing myself as not like in some way, like the father, I guess, like the, the, the leader, the trailblazer that's happening, whether I even know it or not, it's becoming a massive part of my life. It's like, I'm realizing with my YouTube channel, I'm, I'm becoming a trailblazer. The way I run my YouTube channel, the the kind of content I make, I'm I'm taking two forms of content, podcasting and music reactions, and I'm merging them together in a way that up until this point, I think there's like one or two other people that have done it. But I think I'm in the 1% doing that kind of thing. No doubt about it. You're, if you're expressing your energy, you will be. You'll be a trailblazer. In, in, in a light bearer, showing a new path. Now you said something interesting, and um, I know it's one of my clues. Like if I go if I go shopping and see a name tag or somebody says happy birthday, that's one of my clues to share, okay? So when you say I'm 26, we travel through each letter in our name nine years. So at 26, that's you're coming to the end of your third letter, okay? A birth till nine, N to 18, T, 27. Then you're going into the H. Uh, it's, it's actually A-N-T-O. It's not Anthony, it's Anthony. Okay, so you're going from the T. Then you're going into the O. And the O is service. It's a six vibration. It's a 15th letter. And you said, well, I guess the most independent vibrations would be the one in the five. And you're leaving to go <laughs> to that O, which is the 15th letter, which is the one in the five. So, I mean, you're, you're blowing my mind over here. Really? Who's a numerologist? <laughs> <laughs> man, that, that, it's like, this stuff is so deep, man. It's like, like, I remember uh, I have a Dan Millman book on astrology, uh, on numerology. Um, it was, I really like him. He's a great guy. And, um, I read his book and it it was very accurate, but it wasn't as deep as you're going into it. And it's like, 
Like at first I was like, okay, I understand numerology. Like I read that Dan Millman book. And then now speaking to you, it's like you were like uncovering layers upon layers upon layers of like things. I'm like, I didn't know that was part of numerology. I didn't know anything about this like first nine years or whatever. Like that, that that's wild. I had, I had no, like, because like so much of the time we identify with our life path number. Like that is me. But you're sitting here uncovering like layer after layer after layer of who I am that goes further than just the simple life path. And it's like, yeah, it's incredible, but go into that. Yes. I have, um, it's one of the things that, well, it's one of the classes that I teach. There are many, many different layers. I have a series of classes that I teach called the awakening. And you start with, um, as you mentioned, your birthday, the gifts of the, I call it gifts of the spirit. It's the sum of your month, day, and year. And it literally tells you what your gifts are. The next class I teach is called your calling, and that comes from the letters in your name. Okay, there's a part of the scripture that says, thy word is a light upon my path. Well, your name is are the words that are meant to light, literally light your path. So your name is your calling. The third class that I teach is called Know Thyself, and that's about your inner motivations and outward impressions. What do I mean by that? Well, you hear people say you can't tell a book by the cover. Well, your consonants are called the personality number. That's the cover to your book. That's what people see, and that's what they expect of you. If you look like a fireman, people are going to call you to put out fires, okay? <laughs> so it's a good number to know. It's like, why are people treating me this way? Now, your book is called the heart's desire number. And that's the sum of the vows in your name. That's the substance of your being, who you really yearn to be. It's like a, a lighthouse. When a, a ship is lost at sea, they look for the lighthouse for a safe harbor. Your heart's desire number will bring you to safe, safe harbors. The fourth class I teach is about seasons. There's universal energy um, and there's personal energy. Um, universally, we're at a number six year. Two plus zero plus two plus two is six. Personally, you're in a number two year. We add that six to your month and day. Um, so. Cooperation. Yes. Yes. This year matches your birth year, by the way. It's a six. Oh, oh dude, that's so weird because literally already th- th- this last, it started the tail end of last year. Um, but it's really kicking in literally the last month or two, literally the beginning of this year is I've had a strong pull so far in the last few months to cooperate with other people and really build like I, I'm trying to bring because like like I said, I do podcasts, I do music reactions. I want to find all of the music reactors in my industry and I want us all to come together and like we could do group podcasts together. I would, I also want us to do like streaming and like play video games. Like I just want us all to kind of cooperate and boost each other and just help grow. And like, that's a massive calling to me. And I've also reached out to other reactors about this and they're like, dude, you spearhead that. Like you are that like I'm you the, are the hub. energy. Yeah. You are, you are the hub to that wheel. So all the other, Entities you mentioned, they're like spokes. So the number two is the joiner. And that's your calling. That's your gift. And that's the year that you went. So, man, this is this is going to be an amazing year for you. One you remember for a long time. You're setting the foundation for the rest of your career with this year. Yeah. Okay. Taking it off. Yeah. And, 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 and w- th- this is my last question before we jump into my numerology report and we can talk about all this. But in your numerology report, you said that this year, I forget what you said specifically. You said roughly this is going to be a year where things take longer to produce or harvest than you're expecting. But by the time I get to the end of the year, I will be where I expected to be. (laughs) So, so how does that interact with what you just told me that this is going to be a year of massive foundational growth for me? How how did those two things come together in your mind? Well, it's just like, it's like the report said, by the end of the year, you're going to be exactly where you want to be, which means this is a time for expressing who you are, being yourself. But what it's telling you is it's not going to happen as fast as you think it is. 
or how you think it is. And it's, in, it's, it's encouraging you to keep going in spite of the slow pace, in spite of the disappointments, in spite of people who turn you down, or in spite of people who say, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Or people say you're crazy. It's like saying it's going to work. So it's letting you know there's light at the end of this tunnel, okay? It's almost telling you you're going to win. The way the scripture puts it is, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. It doesn't say there won't be weapons formed against you. It says those weapons will not prosper. So that's that's one of the blessings about numerology is it tells you, hey, you're gonna you're gonna win this race, but there's gonna be people trying to stop you at every step of it. But you're gonna win. Knowing you're gonna win encourages you to keep going. That's called faith. That's the number seven. <laughs> yeah, number seven. <laughs> uh, dude, that, 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 okay, so that's cool. So so from what I'm gathering from what you're saying is this year is going to be big ambitions, big foundational structuring, a lot of self-expression. You're and- going to get a chance to do what you came here to do, which is bring people together and to be a light. How you, how you choose to define that, okay? Numerology doesn't take away our free will. But you're the joiner. You have to be the front guy on this, okay? When you're God's lantern holder, you can't be in the crowd. You'll be casting <laughs> shadows on the path. You've got to be out front, and you're the connector, okay? And music is a universal language. You're laying the foundation for a global for a global undertaking. I don't know what God is going to tell you to do with it, but you're laying the foundation for something that's going to be global. Music's universal. Numbers in music, universal language. Mm. Wow. Man, that's cool. Uh, That gave me a bit (laughs) of like, that gave me a lot of inspiration when when you said music. I'm like, yeah. my Literally my whole, go on. About that number seven, A is the first letter, O is the 15th. One plus 15 is 16, and one plus six is seven. And that's the vow total, the heart's desire number in your first name and your last name, the O and the A. They both are sevens. Seven breaths in, seven breaths out. <laughs> well, yeah, because I have, I have A. You would have been rushed. You would have been taken to the temple. <laughs> Let me put it that way. <laughs> yeah, so, so I, I have an A, which is a vow. I have an a-N-T-O-N. So I have a, a, an O that's a vowel. And then Zachor, C-Z-A. And so that's four, right? The A? I have four vowels, right? Well, you don't count the vowels. You give the vowels a numeric equivalent based on where it falls in the alphabet. So the letter A is always substituted with the number one. Oh, is that, so that's what you just did. I, I didn't, okay, so when yeah, I, I replay the podcast, I'll get that, yeah. You substitute the number for the letter. So A is the first letter of the alphabet, number one. O is the 15th letter of the alphabet. One plus 15 is 16, but we don't stop there. We add the one and the six. That's where the seven comes from. Oh, okay, and that, right, and that's my first name. Yes, and then it has the the same one in the second and my last yes. name. It's the your exact same. Your vowel total is a number seven in both your first and your last name. Oh, vowel reveal the heart's desire number. So you're here to seek, to know, yeah, to find out, to dig, to 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 understand. Now, when you put those two sevens together. Seven and seven is 14. One plus four is five. <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 can, I can see that because it's like m- my way of interacting with the world is through leadership, is through the one, the double one, the, the 11. Um, I have that you freedom. You are the light. I, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm the light. I, I have this freedom aspect. But you're, you're actually completely right. My, my heart call. My heart calls for two things more than anything else. It's 
love and connection and wisdom. So the seven I can 100% see. And I also have a very sensitive heart. Like I'm very drawn to just, I love love and, and, communi- and connection. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. That's the number two. That's, that's what you're here to express. That number two, bringing people together. Love, harmony, peace. It's called the life path number or the birth path. Um, but your two is on a higher level, that number 11. One and one is two. So you're here to use your leadership capacity to illuminate the path, to show people that we have more in common than we have differences, and to bring people together. The number two is partnerships, joining. It's the peace sign. Yeah. Your your gift is to harmonize and bring peace to the world. They say music, music heals the savage beast or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I forget the quote, but music brings harmony and peace. So that's also part of the number two. If you look at the word music, M-U-S-I-C. Now this conversion chart that I'm talking about, I have a free one that people want to see what it looks like on my website. You can go to my website, you can see a conversion chart. But the, the word music, okay? Here's why music is playing such a part in your life and why I believe you also have maybe undiscovered musical ability with stringed instruments, guitar, piano, and drums. Because the word music is a number two. Oh, okay. wow. <laughs> M, <laughs> um, if you write M-U-S-I-C, M, the 13th letter of the alphabet, one plus three is four. So under the, if you write the word music, under the M, you put the number four. U is a 21st letter. That's a three. S is a 19th. That's a number one. One and nine is 10. One plus zero is one. So, so far we have four plus three plus one. I is a ninth letter. It's already a single digit. And C, M-U-S-I-C, is the third. And you just add it up. Adds up to 20. And two plus zero is two. God. And God God in in cooperation and in connection. Yes, that zero. there's There's a scripture about the number 20. Blessed are the peacemakers because they are called the children of God. That's the number 20. Wow, peacemakers who are the children of God. Yeah, and, and it's interesting because I actually have the guitar right here, and this is the thing that said, "This is the hold on, hold on, don't don't start laughing yet, Craig." Um, <laughs> the thing is, I've been trying to play guitar for years, and it just I never quite clicked with it. I also think I'm doing it for the wrong reason, though. I'm not playing guitar because I love it. I want to learn it because I feel like it's something I should do. On the other hand, drums is something that I never wanted to learn, but I am obsessed with. I, I air drum to every song. I'm constantly in the rhythm of every song I play. I love drumming. It is the instrument other than the vocals that calls me the most. Um, yes, it instruments is, and drums. Yeah, yes. it's interesting because, yeah, stringed instruments so far have not been of any interest to me but drums are huge do you think i have talent potential talent with both of them or, or one or the other oh, no doubt no doubt about it um but i'll say this as well right behind that <clears throat> did you know michael jordan got cut from his high school basketball team <laughs> right i so forgot you had you had the gift but we have to develop it mm. Uh, for my generation, Michael Jordan became the greatest who ever laced up a pair of tennis shoes. But he was cut from his high school basketball team through lack of effort. He wasn't, he wasn't using the gift. So, yes, I, be- I believe if, if you put the effort in, you could become a famous guitar player and challenge Eric Clapton if you decided that's what you wanted to do. But you're using your number two energy you still have that guitar there. So it's, it's, <laughs> it'll probably be something, it's almost like you have to finish your mission first. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so, so you so, got it there. It's just waiting, waiting for the right time. So, so and, and what is my mission again from your perspective? Okay, the mission comes from the letters in your name. 
and that your letters in your name are the number eight. Okay. That's my, eight. Full, my, th- my full, my full name, first, yes. middle, last. Yes. It's called the expression. And you have an expression um, number from your birth. And there's another one from your first and last or the current name that you're using there. Yeah. Okay. Because if you change your name, get a nickname, that changes the energy, the vibration you're hearing, how people are speaking to you. It doesn't change your calling. Your name is your calling. And your destiny number is the number eight. And that literally means as it is above, so it is below. So eight is a number of power and strength. If you have an eight destiny number, you must expect to be placed in positions of responsibility and leadership. Your mission in life is to be an executive, to exercise power over your environment. This power must be based in the knowledge of spiritual principles, or eights can have destructive tendencies. Eights love what money can buy. They don't deify money, but they know and love what money can do. They enjoy the accountants of wealth to the point of being somewhat ostentatious. Eights buy brand names. An eight will buy a Mercedes Benz. Someone else will have to buy three Chevys and the eight will still be driving the same Mercedes. (laughs) (laughs) That's really interesting because I I don't really empathize with that. and maybe this is mitigated and diminished by the other numbers in my, in my chart because I'm so freedom oriented and pioneering. I don't, I would never buy someone else's company. Never to my knowledge right now, maybe that'll change in 20 years. But as of right now, I'm like, no, I'm not buying someone else's company. I'm making my own. Well, in the scripture, Moses exemplifies in number eight, he was brought up in the, in the house of Pharaoh. So he had riches all around him, but he threw away those riches to pursue spiritual principles. Mm. So when I share, I share the whole seesaw. Right. So the A, because it's about power, sometimes they deify well. So in my book, I wanted to make sure people were aware of that so they could stay away from it. H do well in banking, sports, any type of administration where they can climb their way to the top. Um. Eights have the potential to become self-made millionaires or a household name. <laughs> I, I, I can see that. Okay, here's the thing too. I um I want to be extraordinarily wealthy. So you your your assessment on that was a hundred percent accurate. I want to be extraordinarily wealthy, and because for the biggest thing again is freedom. I want to be secure. I want my family to be secure. I want to be able to go to Costa Rica. I want to be able to go to Europe whenever I want. I want to never have to work for money. I want to be able to buy. I want to be able to help people. I want to be able to to help fund people. I want to be able to help next directors, authors, video game designers. I want to be able to take my money and my wealth and help build the world I want to see around me. So everything you just said was accurate in, in that I think what happens is because I'm an eight, I have a lot of these core values that you said, but because I'm also the 11, the two and the five that they're so big in me, they kind of mitigate, they, they add that independence to it. They add that like it has yeah. to be from me. I, I have to be the source of that. Uh, yes. From, from my own reason, self-made. self-made. Household name, self-made millionaire. That's the number eight. Now, the way you're expressing that now, okay, using your current first and last name, now that's that's the goal, but this is this is the path to that goal. The number three. <laughs> yeah, self-expression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Singing, painting, dancing, writing. The artist vibration. Yeah. The number three indicates you're born to express yourself in words, writing, speaking, acting, music. You're here to bring joy to others and show them what possibilities exist. Okay, that's the number three. I'm here that you will have life and have it more abundantly. (laughs) 
<laughs> that 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 is one hundred like that rings true on every fiber, man. Like literally, my I, I would say for me, my biggest gift in life is my self-expression skills and my communication skills and and, and speaking. My my voice. Everyone says this about me. They're like, your voice literally has a frequency that is pleasing to the ears. It's like some people have said my voice puts them in a trance. And and Hello. it's just like it's it's for some reason I have this tone of voice. And it's not necessarily like the deepness of my voice. Other people have deeper voices or, right. or rich voices. It's for some reason I have a lyrical quality to the way I speak. And and like you said, the artist, that is very much within me. So that that fully resonates with me. Yeah. Explore the arts. To be successful, be careful not to scatter yourself too thin. It's a social vibration. Spiritual studies are favorite. Be aware that just living for pleasure, now I always share the downside, okay? Just living for pleasure can lead to problems. You see, some threes, once, once the money starts rolling in, they get satiated, they get excited, and, and they can lose their way and spread themselves too thin. And instead of the funds going to help uplift the planet, they start going into other things. Well, we see it all the time. It happens yeah. to athletes. It happens to ministers. You know, money, money can money can take you out. Yeah, <laughs> you have to be really, really careful. And, um, and, uh, three, and one one thing, I want to be careful of your time. Do you only have eight more minutes, or do you have? Oh, okay. <laughs> how, how much time do you have? Oh, whatever. As as much as you as much as you say. Okay, let's keep going then. Okay, cool. I, I, okay. okay, so keep so keep going. You were saying that the there are some people you, that abuse it. Go on, three, yeah. Yes, yes. See, every every energy that's the I don't like to say plus or, or minus. I like to say overbalance or underbalance. Mm. Um, but it's all the same energy. It's like a seesaw. It's like a straight line. It could be balanced, overbalanced, underbalanced. So I always I emphasize the positive, but whenever I see there's a potential. Um, for a danger, I want to say, hey, there's a pothole over here. I don't want you to run into it. Mm. And the pothole for the number three is extravagant spending and spreading yourself too thin. Okay? Yeah. So it makes you very lucky with finances. Um, I am, pr- I am appear, pretty lucky, yeah. You always appear younger than you are. That's the number three. Um, and businesses are likely to involve three parties. You may have the idea, someone else may have um, the, a building and someone else could have the finances. You know, just, just as an example, your partnerships may be a trinity. Mm. That's the best way I can say it, like a yeah. trinity. That, 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 that makes sense. And one thing that I know, and talking about the, the seesaw and the out of balance, um, that I'll call yeah. it, is um, I know I when I'm out of balance, I have a tendency towards arrogance. That, that is something when I am out of balance, when I'm feeling insecure, I can, I can get a bit overblown sense of confidence. I... Um, there's definitely been times in my life where I like thought I was the shit. Like I, I was like, okay, I, I'm going to crush it. That kind of thing. And it seems like every time that happens, life humbles me. The, the universe Pride humbles me. To fall. Yeah. Yeah. I, I fall and I fall hard. And because you said this in my numerology report, which was incredibly accurate. You said that I have two dominant energies that are at odds with each other because I have this sensitive, soft communication side and I have a practical, strong-willed, f- powerful side. And that is the truth. That is 100% the two dominant forces. Well, the that- two is, if you will, the two is the glove, <laughs> one, the velvet glove. The eight is the iron fist. So you're able, like Moses, to express this leadership and people will follow you. The two gives you this joining quality where people will say, man, this guy, he's hypnotizing me. I'll, I'll follow him. And the eight connects you literally with God. 
as it is above, so it is below. So there's only two numbers you can draw upon lifting your pen. It's the zero over and over and the eight. So you have a direct connection. And when God wants to express, how you put it, the arrogance or the power, it's coming through you. Moses, <laughs> Moses destroyed one of the tablets. <laughs> <laughs> I anger. You guys are worshiping a cow again? Boom. Okay. <laughs> and Moses, people forget, Moses did a 187. He was on the lamb for murder. Oh, what? He lost his temper and killed someone. Oh, my That's God. That's why he was wandering in the wilderness because he saw a, a slave being beaten and he, he killed the person that was, you know, beating the slave. So God said, wait a minute, Moses, I want you to liberate them, but not like that. Come on up to the mountaintop. You know, that's prayer and meditation in the Bible, metaphysically, coming to the mountaintop. That's prayer and meditation. And that's what he said. I got a job for a guy just like you. You're not afraid of nothing. Wow. Wow. That, <laughs> I'm going to send you to Pharaoh. <laughs> th- 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 that's incredible. I like that. That humanizes Moses more because sometimes when I hear about these biblical figures I they're so unrelatable to me they they just seem like perfect gods like they're like literally gods on earth I'm like I can't relate to that I have a lot of problems but that's why you gotta that's why you gotta read it for yourself Moses was a murderer Um, who was this guy the guy that built the ark I know Noah Noah was a drunk really yeah, he knew it was a drunk, sitting around drinking all the time. That's why people are laughing at him. He lost his mind in a boat. This a drunken idiot. You know, a lot of people spend time in prison. God picks imperfect people so people will know it's him doing it. <laughs> that, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's interesting, man, because I, I, I am definitely imperfect. I am far from Guilty. perfect, man. Guilty. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, that's me, man. Like, like everyone, like, like, like one thing. good comes from Nazareth. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I know I'm on my YouTube channel. I, I, I'm constantly talking about my faults because people in the past have deified me in some sense. They, because when I first started my YouTube channel, I, I kind of only showed my good side. I showed my romantic side. I showed my cooperative side, I, I, my charming side. And as the channel got going and as I got more confident, I started allowing people more into the depth of who I am. I started talking about my upbringing, my my anger, my jealousy, my rage, my insecurities, my feelings of vengeance. I, I've been run by vengeance before where I've like just I've literally had a, like thoughts play in my head of like killing people like literally yeah, that's the eighth what goes around comes around so if someone does something it's an eye for eye type of reaction but the thing to remember is eight is karmic what goes around comes around that means in a former lifetime you was walking past a lake and you threw a rock in the water in this lifetime, as you're walking past a lake, water is going to splash on you. And you're going to have a tendency to blame the person who threw the rock. When in reality, it was you. Karma. So what goes around comes around more than any other number. Eights have to practice forgiveness. Because you're going to have some, some really funky things happen to you on this path. And that's why the report says you're going to be successful. You, it's, you're, it's going to turn out, okay, don't forget that and get distracted and start fighting with people on the path. <laughs> keep walking. Keep the faith. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you, you're right. Easier I, said than done, though. Easier uh, said than done. 100%. I've, um, I've definitely struggled with forgiveness. And at the same time, I think a lot of people struggle with forgiveness. I think when we look at our world – is run by a lack of forgiveness. It's, you know, everybody's an eye for an eye. Screw you. You did something wrong in the past. You're condemned for it. Um, but I definitely, I I can only speak for myself. I definitely, like you said, I've had some dark stuff happen in my past. Um, some really messed up stuff. And there's three people in my life that have been extraordinarily difficult to forgive. Um, actually, my brother, my sister, and my dad. Um, 
incredibly difficult. And I've forgiven my father, I think, and I still have not forgiven my my sister and my brother. That that's still very. Let me share this with you. You you may decide just to not even air 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 this after I say this. <laughs> Whatever it is that you can't forgive them for. Is, is what you did in the past lifetime. Mm. Moses taught eye for eye. Jesus taught if someone strikes you on the cheek, offer them the other cheek. He knew about karma. We are forgiving ourselves. We are forgiving ourselves. Our, the scripture says, our trespasses, if God forgives our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. That's karma. Mm. You know, it's, it's not Hindu or Buddhism, but that's karma. What goes around comes around. We reap what we sow. So we are born into situations where we, the challenges that we face, someone comes in and screams and how do you smack you in the face? It's because you smack someone in the face. So Jesus said, offer them the other cheek. Because if he knew, if you struck back, you're continuing or even exasperating um, that debt. Mm. That debt. So it's like I said, it's, it's, a, it's a, a difficult concept to grasp and wrestle with. Um, it's easier for me to talk about it because I'm here <laughs> expressing number seven energy. I get to be uh, the guy on top of the hill uh, who read who read the book and memorized what a seven was, but you're actually living it. You're living through it. Some eights have secret places where they keep old letters and old notes and old memories and pictures hidden away in a box somewhere. So I always tell them if it's if it's happy stuff, great. But if every time you read it, it's reminding you of what happened, you've got to get rid of that stuff. Mm. If it's not in the box. It's, it's between the ears. And that's where it has to be eliminated and released. Okay? Because, yes, they hurt you once, but each time you hold it or think about it, you're hurting yourself again. You're, keep, you're hitting yourself with it. So yeah. by releasing it, <sighs> forgiveness isn't for the other person. I'm not saying forget what they did. No, don't misunderstand me. Okay. If if you walk past a snake and a snake bites you, I'm not telling you go back and play with the snake again. I'm saying remember what happened. Don't get close to the snake. Stay away from it. But don't go back and try to harm it or kill it or take revenge. Because the last time you were the snake who did the biting. Mm, that uh that really resonates with me because um maybe maybe it's my sensitivity I, i'm not sure but um hatred really affects me my own hatred to other people it it, it it's brutal um like i remember it was just a couple weeks ago i was i was at home and i was just like in a weird mood i was bored and and nothing was bringing me joy like just nothing um and then I was like, man, what is going on? Like, I'm just so like kind of, I'm just moody right now. And then I realized that um, there had been, I'd been holding on to some hate, like some really vicious anger. Um, and I'd repressed it. I wasn't kind of aware of it anymore. But when I brought it up, I just said, okay, you know what? I'm going to forgive this person. I'm, and then so I texted, I called them that day. I'm like, hey, I want to go out for a movie. I want to watch a movie. And we did. And the moment I made that call, it was like done. Like I, I was in a, an amazing mood. And like I, I was so happy. Like suddenly everything was interesting. I was just exuberant. And I noticed, and I, like th- this is probably true for all people. This is, I think this is a human thing. But I definitely noticed for me, Maybe I'm just more aware of it, but forgiveness is like, it's really important for me. For like hatred and, and anger just drowns me. Yeah, so when we cut, when we we think we're cutting someone else off from our love because we're mad at them, we're cutting ourselves off from the love and the flow of the universe that we need. Yeah. 
100% man that definitely rings true but uh do you want to quickly do you want to do another 15 minutes 20 half an hour how are you feeling right now uh i actually have a client coming up at 2:15 so i need to well, okay we'll we'll, we'll, fi- we'll finish up this right now and um so right now, and we'll probably do another one of these in the future if you're interested, cool. and we'll go awesome. over my, we'll, we'll like have you run through my numerology report, and we'll have another ebb and flow that's very dictated towards that, and we'll talk a bit more about your book, because or your courses, because you have these five courses where you were talking about, and we can do this, we can talk about one of your courses, what it's about. And then you do a numer- you dissect my numerology reading based awesome. on what that course would offer. We'll talk about it and we'll run through all of those because this is so much fun. I love talking to you. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, quickly before we uh, finish up this uh, podcast, is there anything you're working on right now? Is there anything you'd like to plug to talk about for the audience if they're interested? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm um – Aside from the classes, I have a um, I would like to offer a discount on forecasts for all things. There's a season. And if you order a six month forecast at my website, I'll throw in another six months for free. Wonderful. Is, you, is, have, you have to mention this program. OK, <laughs> when you place the order, mention this program, order a six month and I'm going to send you a 12 month forecast. Uh, should I give the website or will you post that? Or? Yeah, give the website and I'll post it down below. Okay, both. Okay. <laughs> um, it's craigeright.com. That's www.craig, the letter E, W R I G H T.com. Wonderful. All right. Dr. Craig Wright, thank you uh, so much for coming on today, man. This was. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I always love talking to you. Last time when we met, it was an amazing conversation. <laughs> this was brilliant. And next time you come on, it's going to be, uh, I don't know, but I feel like it'll be a, an extremely enlightening, positive up. Like, cause yeah, you know, that, that's why I like talking about you. It's not just intellectual. Like we laugh, we have fun. We, you know, <laughs> you, you, I don't know if it's for some reason our vibrations, but every time I talk to you, I'm in a better mood. Like every time. These last two times, but uh, <laughs> both times, man, it just, I, I feel uplifted after, you know? Great. Iron shoppers, iron. We're both, I'm an 11 too. We're on a mission, brother. We're on a what? mission. Wait, you're an 11? I thought you were seven. My first, my first name is an 11. My middle name is a number one. My last name is a four. 11 plus one plus four is 16. One plus six is seven. Wow. Okay. Well, to everyone watching and listening. <laughs> you on that note. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And to everyone watching and listening, hopefully you guys enjoyed this as much as I did. And I'll see you on the next one. I love you guys. Peace.